Yo, yo, it's your man, Jam C. Yo, it's your girl, Shaw Money. It's your boy, Luke Bill. Yo, we going vocal, people. We are going vocal. We talking, we chatting, we chopping it up. We here, we live, we happy to be here. Happy to be with you, people. Absolutely, absolutely. We only talking because we got lips. We chatting. That's what we do, that's what we do, chatting. And at the same time, our opinion may not be everybody else's, so we respect your opinion, so please respect ours. The views expressed on this show are those only for the podcast. These are not backed by any actual facts, but based on our lives and our experiences and what we have searched on Google in the last 15 minutes. Exactly. And as you and know, information changes every minute. And we're willing to stay within the guidelines of any sponsor that want to come on board. Sponsor, exactly. sponsor, sponsor. Sponsors. Hit that subscribe button. Like the show. Share um, the show. Give us comments. Give us we love feedback. You know, we've been getting some feedback on the shows. Um, and I, cause I would rather you put the feedback on the show than chasing me down the street. Cause I, I got fans. Some of y'all sending some of y'all baby pictures. We ain't, we ain't judging no baby pictures. Y'all trying to get on the show. We don't want to see your baby picture. We want to see what you look like right now. We want to see what you look like in your kitchen right now. But seriously, y'all, y'all have been sending us some fantastic feedback on previous shows, Mm -hmm. shows that you'd like to hear more about. So we hear your requests. We are working on that. Um, and for the young lady that says she want to go on a date with Lou, we got it set up. He'll be ready on Friday at 7 o'clock with his bow tie on. So he's all set up. And my EBT card. And <laughs> EBT card. Crab legs for everybody. That's right. That's right. That's right. Shrimp for the whole motherfucking place. That's right. That's right. Oh, I want to give a shout out to um, a young lady. I don't want to disclose her name, but she heard the maid show uh, part one as well as part two. Um, blessings go out to her. prayers and blessings go out to yes. her family. Prayers. Her mom is actually going through uh, stage four cancer, terminally mm. ill, and they're considering made. And all because of the show, we educated them on it. That's what that's where they got the idea, and they're they're thinking of uh, taking their mom to die with, die with dignity. So. Yeah. And if you have not heard that show. I suggest you go back to one of our earlier shows and check it out. You get a lot of information. We learned a lot. Yeah. Hopefully you will too. And if so, you can probably, you know, we could build on that. Listen, that's what this podcast is about. We are talking about things that we've come in contact with, things that have affected our lives, our community, and just the community in general. A lot of feedback we're getting. And it's really meant to be an open dialogue, to promote the conversation, and just put the thought out there and get people talking about it. And that's why we continue to go vocal. Absolutely. So we don't take it for granted that you take an hour or two out of your week to listen to hear what we got to say. Yeah. And we want to make this show as robust and as beneficial to people, all kind of listeners from all walks of life. So please continue to send your feedback. But today we're talking about a topic that has come across our desk um, mm-hmm. where people want to talk about co-parenting. How do you effectively co-parent in this day and age if you are already in another relationship? How can you do that successfully? And can you do that successfully? Some people say yes. Some people say it's a struggle. So today we're going to talk about it. Talk about some of our own um, personal experiences because I had less than stellar experiences um, with co-parenting with my ex. 
But we're going to get that conversation started. And again, Jam, how can they hit us up? Hit us up. How hit they us, us up at goingvocal at gmail.com. That's G-O-I-N-V-O-C-A-L at gmail.com. And don't forget, we got new drip in the catalog. So if you email us, you become a show on the, uh, a guest on the show. We got drip for you. We got, we got, got drip, drip for you. We got that merch. Got that merch. And soon, some of that merch going to be for sale. So come on, get it while we're giving get it, it out. Complimentary. It. Exactly. Get, get it, it get early. It. So, okay, guys, let's jump down. Let's jump. Not jump down. I don't jump down. No <laughs> jumping down. It's going somewhere Calm else. Calm me down. Uh, I was going to say, hey, man. Calm me down. <laughs> so, let's jump into today's discussion. And then, fellas, I'm going to yield to you because I'm going to do that because I feel like sometimes the fellas have a little bit, in my humble opinion, sometimes they can have a hard time with that. So, you both have children. Um, You are not with the other parent. So, how has the co-parenting experience been? Like, have you established boundaries? Don't call me after 9 o'clock. Only call me in an emergency. What was that journey like to get where you are? Because maybe it started off rocky yeah. and it got in a good place or vice versa. Yeah. Tell us what your experience has been. Well, I, I, I can say um, with, with my daughter's mother, in the beginning, it was we couldn't walk past each other without swinging on one. You know was saying? it because it was emotions from the relationship didn't work out? It could have been a lot... For I could just I, I can't speak for her. Okay, so that's I don't know, fair. I don't know how she. That's felt, fair. But I could speak for myself, and I was angry, right? Because um, I I I, moved, I relocated because of my child, Aww. and then a year later we separated. This guy, right? This this yeah. is the guy here. Hit me up. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I relocated because of my child, and then um like a year later it just went the it went to hell. So. I was angry for that fact. The fact that I just uprooted my life uh, and, and came back to Jersey thinking that, you know, this was going to be a situation that was going to foster into something great. Y'all was going to be a family. Uh, right. All right. A family. And it didn't happen. So being that it didn't happen, I was mad. I'd be, I'd be okay. keeping a whole being. I was mad at that, th- mad at that situation because it didn't happen. And kind of harbor some feelings. And so every time we would like come across each other, it was on go. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It was on go for every little thing. You need pimp, you need pimp, blah, 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 blah. You want juice? I don't even want me to buy anything. So the baby was small. Baby was, baby had just turned one. Oh. Just oh. had turned one. And it was, the shit was shot the hell already. So it was, we was at each other's throat for a long time. And, um. What was the turning point though? I don't even. You just got tired, or you found the common ground. Yeah, how long? I think I think it took it took like some years. It took some years, like going to court. Um, Ooh, it was litigious. Yes, going to court. You know, visitation rights, and it was it was wild. It was wild, and um, and then at the same time, I was married. Oh, I was married. Well, at the latter part, like the going to court part, I was married. But before that, of course, I wasn't. But I was married, and I, and, and on the onset of the marriage, I, I told my, my my wife at the time that when it comes between me and my mother, me and my daughter's mother, just allow me to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Let me deal with that situation. I don't need you to intervene in that because yeah. that's between me and her. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And so that guideline, that was that boundary was set off rip. 
mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like this is my this is my daughter mother. Just let me and her deal with whatever whatever we need to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, That's and fair. You stay out of it in that respect. So the that only thing was, was I say straight. about that is that's easy to say, right? Because when you're married to someone, they share in that emotional connection with you. So when you're upset from that situation, you don't leave that shit at the door most of the time. No. You bring that shit into the bedroom. No. So it's easy to tell her not to. But I agree with you that they should fall back. But then at the same time, you have to know your, your other half. Mm-hmm. So I, I know if I had beef with, with my daughter's mother, I already knew if I came home and start talking about it, that's going to yeah. foster beef with her. Like, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I kind of kept that. I tucked it. Like You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing real crazy in regard. But then... My my wife would, would she would just you know, she noticed it, she seen, Oh, you ain't gonna see it, oh she trying to keep away from you now. Relax. It's not that type of story. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got this, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I didn't go or they they went out of town or whatever the case yeah. may be. Because you they, know you know your audience. Right, right, right. So it it definitely has to be communication, uh, with the spouse that you or whoever you're in a relationship in at that kind of time mm-hmm. and then Whatever it is between you and your daughter mother, you just have to deal with that. Or yeah. your baby father. And your yeah. Did you ever that. merge those two and like make an, an official introduction? Or you guys, the, the couple was going to pick up the baby or anything like it that? Was, I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember how that transpired. The introduction, intro, the introducing of one another. All I know is we had a, we had a fish fry at the house and my daughter mother came. Mm-hmm. Unbeknown to me, I didn't invite okay. her. I didn't invite her, so <laughs> oh wow, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So my daughter, mother came. My daughter came, and that was cool. That was dope. On you know, on, on, on my wife's part. So did um, you ever have like any boundaries with the mother of your child, saying, "Okay, I'm in a new relationship. Nah. Um, we're getting the baby on nah. a schedule. Nah. You can't call never none of that. None of that. None of that. Do none you think that. she would have adhered to those type of guidelines? Yeah, because. That shit was so raggedy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that the, you get the, the none less, but raw realness. That here. shit was so raggedy that the less we talk, the better it is for us. Yeah. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it ain't if it ain't about the baby, then mm-hmm. it, it ain't. ain't so, we ain't talking it, about the weather. None of that. We ain't talking about good times, past times. None mm-hmm. of that shit. Okay. What the baby need? How she doing? What you need me to do? Okay. Dead. You know what I'm saying? Jan, what was your experience? Um, similar to similar to loose, like we dated. Um, it wasn't a it wasn't a good relationship toward the end, and it got worse once my daughter got here. So, it was probably about the same time. My daughter was a year when her and my, my her and my baby mother. I hate that term. Um, we broke ties with each other, and then I moved on my life. She moved on with hers. I think the difference was. She thought at some point we were going to get back together. So when when it looked like, you know, we were still co-parent, I guess because I, I was a good dad. I was a good dad. You know, I so mean, did you ever, I'm going to ask you the same question. Did you have boundaries once you guys separated times? Yeah. Like, don't call me after this time. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard of that a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. You couldn't call me after 9 o'clock unless this girl was being rushed to the emergency room. If she wasn't being rushed, don't call me after a certain time. Was that successful? No, not all the time. Oh. And I think a lot of it would be dependent on what it was my new situation was. Like, if I was dating somebody, and of course, you know, I was a celebrity in the hood. So okay. once somebody knew... Call for his autograph, three ninety nine, <laughs> and it could be once, on your wall. Once somebody knew I was even seen with somebody else, 
Even though I'm home by myself, she just naturally assumed somebody was at my house. Now has so nothing. So was she popping up? No, she never popped up, but she would just conveniently call and say my daughter not feeling well. So she would use it as a ploy to see if I got company or things like that. But the, on the flip side of that, though. I never had a problem with somebody she did. In fact, I wanted her to get married because <laughs> it was a thorn at my side, you know. And but I but I never had an issue when it came to my daughter. That's the crazy part. It was more or less about what I was doing. But I was always allowed to get my daughter when I needed. It was all I, that was never an issue ever. So we was always good when it came to the co-parenting part. It was just the moving on part was the difficult part for her. I think the difference between your situation and mine's. Is your your daughter mother wanted to rekindle something? We ain't do we ain't want to do nothing. <laughs> it was on sight. For both of y'all, yeah. For both of y'all, yeah. For both of y'all, yes, yes. They was choosing violence. Right. Violence. Yeah, for both of y'all, but Yo, and understandably, why? Because I know your story. You know understandably, so. I, I, you know I, how wild this shit was like. So at, when my daughter, we, we lived together. So when she moved out and took the baby with her. She moved into her grandmother's house. Okay. So, of course, which is fine. So, it was pictures. You know how you go to Nana house. It's pictures of All everybody. All over the wall. So, it was pictures that we took when she was pregnant. And, you know, me holding her stomach. Uh-huh. The whole little maternity shoot. Right, the whole, the whole thing. Uh-huh. So, I'm looking at the picture. I'm in the picture, but my face ain't in the mother. <laughs> so, it was on sight, nigga. That's what I'm saying. It's on she sight. carved your face out of the, out of the picture. Oh, that's, what, wow. it's on, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, oh, now wow. I'm really... Yo, feeling, I got a drink to that. I'm really feeling the way about that because... <laughs> what what image are you showing my daughter? Yeah, wow. that's you know what that's, I'm saying. That's eight. So now I'm wow. like, yo, I'm ready. I'm yo, it's on sight. We doing this. We should you know, that's a... the Nana house. <laughs> yeah, forever, forever. <laughs> yo, my situation. I have to be honest. None of my co-parenting situations were successful. <laughs> I'm sad to say, and I was partly responsible for that at the time. I'm a I'm a I'm mildly. Uh, Embarrassed? I wouldn't say embarrassed, but I see where I was contributing to it. But in the heat of the battle, it was manner or manner. Um, clearly, they wanted to still be with the kid. I mean, that's that's, that's understandable. <laughs> but um, you know, I was a young parent, and they were young, and we were dealing with a lot of emotion. We didn't have, you know, we weren't listening to the guidance that we were given. And I mean, I've had my car keyed up. I just I've had. So when you say young, how old? So I had my 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 first child. I had at nineteen. I was so nowhere near prepared for that. How old was you when your daughter was? Twenty five. Damn. Damn. But I was even older. How old were you? Thirty eight. Wait, you were. Yeah, I was twenty five. My daughter only eleven. I was twenty five. Ooh. So I guess I'm the thotty of the group. Okay, great. Uh-huh. Got that established. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So didn't have a lot of guidance, and we were dealing with a lot of emotion. I was very, very high, strong back in those days, and I thought I was right, and I was right about some things, and um, and then when I got into the next co-parenting sec- um, situation scenario, I was actually married to that person, mm-hmm. and um, and when I chose to absolve the marriage, that just, I mean, he did not, you know, rest in peace to Big Face. Um, he did not take that well at all. And unfortunately, he took it out on the kids. Not in a physical way, but he wasn't doing what he needed to do with the children. And so that made me angry. 
because I felt like it wasn't about me and that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I had tried to establish some boundaries, but he was in his true nature. He refused to adhere to any of those guidelines because he was always under the speculation that I was putting those boundaries in because I was entertaining other men. And so it was not about the kids. It became so much about us. And unfortunately, it just never, we were never really able to co-parent um, the way that I, I wish now we could have for the benefit of the kids because I just had to dead that shit. Like, you ain't, you ain't doing that. You know the and, crazy and shit? And here's the thing. You know the crazy shit? All three of us, all three of us went through similar things. Situations. Mm-hmm. And it's never about the kids. No. It was never about you know, the kids. It was never about I, the kids. I nod in agreement, not because I know, totally know your story from this experience, but no, I nod because I've heard, I've heard as a child, I've heard those stories with um through my parent mm-hmm. who was saying like um the guy wasn't gonna be taking care of the kid because he couldn't be with the mother. So it's like that's a story I hear all too often. I'm telling you, I remember and one story vividly. That's, it's, it's especially bananas. with my daughter. My daughter went to a private school. Um well, it was a private charter school. I don't know it was a private no, I think it was public. Did but you it was pay for it? No, I didn't okay. pay for it. So that means it wasn't private, right? But it was a small well, charter yeah, school. Charter. You had to go through a whole if big process uniform. to get into it. Um, and so she was having a fundraiser and it was for dancing with the stars. Mm. And so she really wanted to be in it. And I told her father at the time, and I guess the way I communicated it, it appeared that it was going to be something that we were going to do together. So dad came and, um, I was like, great, here's the tickets. Um, I'm going to see you guys later. I'll be back in three hours for you guys. And, um, I'm going to be head to the city, but I'll be back. Yo, he lost his shit right at the school. And mind you, I'm the one that's picking her up and dropping her off every day. Um, besides my new partner at the time. So they don't even really know that. But he's out there flipping out, breaking, calling me all kind of names. I'm meeting my homegirl from New York. Mm-hmm. And this guy is blowing my phone up. So my daughter didn't even enjoy the event because he was too fixated on me and instead of blocking me out and utilizing that time to talk about his daughter and spend time with his daughter he was too focused on fucking my shit up so that's why I just think that um with a co-parenting like you real, I feel you have to establish some boundaries right because parenting is a task from in and of itself right Right. And then when you, you're doing it in two separate potential households, that adds another layer of complexity. And then if yeah. both of the parents take on new relationships, that's a whole nother work stream you have to manage, right? When is the right time to introduce, you know, a child to somebody? You know, you got to think about all those things. And I think that we just never was able to reach that. And it just, that's, it just that's, was a big issue. That's the thing, too. Like, the biggest key is sometimes when we in relationships with people, we really don't know the true reaction until y'all separate in some cases yeah, because you're you, right. the kids are here now. So once the kids are here and I mean, unfortunately it didn't work out. How are we going to react now? There's no, there's no median and the, there's no referee, no counselor to help assist with a breakup. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then that can help navigate dad, navigate mom into being productive for the child because now we start thinking about ourselves. I think about... Uh, so even with all that being said, now that we kind of got... That co-parenting is, is difficult. It's right? tough. It's very it's difficult. It's tough. It's tough. 
Because so, there, there's a lot of, um, especially when it comes to dis- decision making of the child, you know, sometimes the parent, the living parent could maybe feel like they more have to say because they're the living parent. But and do they? No, not, no, I don't know. Do I think, it, you know what, I'll say this. I think it depends on how active both parents are. I think to some to some extent, I think, you know, dad, you don't have to live in a house, but you got to be at least active. So I feel like the living parent does have more say so. And I'll tell you why. Right. It could be male or female. Right. We know more often than not, it, it tends to be the female. But if I'm the living parent, right, and the child, let's say it's a teenager, comes home and wants to do something, they want to go to the movies. You want me to stop? And call you and have a discussion on that in no, the moment, I right? I, I, so that's why I feel like sometimes, yeah, just organically, that. because the child lives with one person, parent, and not the other, that parent is going to have to make some decisions independent. No, I think that that right there, that scenario that you just proposed mm-hmm. was clearly that. I mean, pull the trigger on that all day. You do that all day. Whatever parent is there, the parent pulls that trigger to make that happen. But when it comes to something as more serious as... Like a health decision. The health decision. What school are they going to attend Right, okay. And if this school costs money... So you basically want to be consulted on the major milestone decisions. Why wouldn't I? No, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. The day-to-day, you're fine with the living custodial parent. Right. As long as the custodial parent shows me or demonstrates that they're capable of handling the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Because not every living custodial That's parent can That's handle true. That's the fair. day-to-day. Mm-hmm. But if fair. you can show me that you can handle the day-to-day, then I don't need to be in the day-to-day conversation. But shouldn't you, though? As a parent? Shouldn't you be somewhat involved in that? So, so let's. So, so, so if the kid wanted to go to the movies, you gonna call me because she went to the movie? It depends on the child and the scenario. Like you may now, have you a strength. If, if you saying, oh, she want to go to the movies by herself. Like wait, she's eleven. How she's gonna? No, she's not. Going or with right. some friends, or with or another with family. Friends. Or be dropped now, off. Now she's going with some friends. Then my question would be to the custodial parent: Do you know these friends? Mm-hmm. But well, shouldn't you establish those? That's what I'm saying. Like, shouldn't you have to establish a lot of that up front as the child is growing? So you're you not going to have that conversation when, when they're a happens. toddler. Yeah. But as they start to get, let's say, in middle school, like you're, you're you a take, twin, you take it. Uh, take those conversations as they come. But how do you open up that? that that, that dialogue. So let's try to give the listeners and the viewers, because we know y'all subscribing, right? Um, like, how do you feel like you you can't open that dialogue up, right? Without the other person getting offended, because I know for me, I used to get offended because I was the one steering the ship, doing the lunches and cooking dinner, mm-hmm. and now you want to tell me not to let them go to the movies with their friends. So let's talk about that scenario. How do you get to where you can get to a place where you can have that conversation and nobody get offended? Like, don't tell me what the fuck to do with my kid. I think for me, in my situation, is I understand what kind of parent my daughter mother is. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I know how she rules with an iron fist, right? And I know how engaged and how active she is Okay. In her life. So you trust her. So those type of decisions, I trust. Okay. Right? Okay. But then when it comes to something major that 
it, it affects, you know, something major, she runs it past me. Like You want to be part of the mm-hmm. decision-making and process. And not only do I want, not yes, I want to be, but she would run it past me as well. Okay. And so what you think about this? Like, perfect example. This school year, my at the beginning of the year, my daughter wasn't doing well in math, right? So she's like, yo, could you tutor her in math? I can't believe it was 30-something having a kid like that. Yeah, my son was rocking the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rocking the room. All right, Papa Smurf was over here doing pull, his thing. The pull-out pull game was serious. Yeah. This shit was not. I know. Yeah. I pull-out game was serious. My motherfucking them bullshit. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot. I forgot a few people went to Ab House. I forgot. A few people went to Ab House. So, go ahead. She talked so, about the math. So, she says that, yo, she's, she, she's fell in the math. Could you tutor her? Are you good enough? Yeah, yeah. Oh, can, for real? I can add and subtract. Okay, so. Okay, guys. He's, uh, he's doing his own personal consulting business. So I said, not a problem. Because in my mind, I'm saying, okay, I can tutor her. That's us bonding, spending time. Absolutely. Blah, 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 blah. So not a problem. I, I make the necessary changes in my schedule to go ahead and make sure that we get this done. Mm-hmm. Right? But then she says, well, you know, it's going to be kind of too much to get it down, blah, blah, blah. So I just found the tutor. Mm-hmm. Cool. So it's a hundred dollars a month. So we we alternate months. Okay, that works. Fine. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So now we're making this progress. We in, we yes. into this day to day conversation kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. So I think. To, but that to was communication. It was communication. So to to our listeners, it's just you have to have you have to know the parent. You got to understand what kind of parent they are. You have to trust that you know. You trust what they're doing, and you just support it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that, and that keeps be, down the, the friction. Okay, I agree. the friction. I, I totally agree. You agree with that, JMC? Yeah. I think my situation was similar to his, but I, I think, um, but she did notify me when it came to little things. Like, if, if my daughter was going to the movies with a few friends, she would just give me the heads up, hey, I just want to let you know she's going to the movies with mm-hmm. ABC. Um, and I'm, tell- I'm going to ask you, just in case... If the movie ends early or later, if you could um, provide transportation, this okay. is who she's with. If that's the case, if not, I got it. Okay. Saying, so I did, and so I again, and communication. Yes. So and, constant and, communication. And as far as like school, I I pretty much inserted myself when it came to school you because went I actively want, involved. Yeah, because I wanted to be actively involved because okay. I didn't want it to always have to run through mom. So I let the the school. You know, administrators know, so they can always call me too. You don't always have to reach out to mom. I want to know what's okay. going on too. So fortunately for me, she had the kind of school they would reach out to both parents. So even if they couldn't reach mom, they got me. Okay. Well, you know what? I wish I could add something to that, but in this case, I can't because that was not my experience. Mm-hmm. And again, it never worked that way for me. <laughs> so I was dolo <laughs> from the start of the journey to the off end. Rip. Right. Yeah. Off rip. Um, so none of that ever works with those wonderful gentlemen that I chose to have children with. So I don't have anything to add to that. So we'll move along to talking about, um, when you are in a new relationship, do you get your new partner involved? If you do or you don't, why or why not? You know, what role do they play? How can they support you? I know I was involved with someone who had a child and I was involved in a serious relationship. And now in hindsight, I believe that I didn't play the right role. I think I was so excited about the relationship with the person. I thought just because the fact that they had children and I was a mom, 
that was an extension of our relationship. And I was trying to support, but I think I was a little too involved, maybe emotionally. And I think now I probably should have been more in a supportive role, you know, out of sight and allow that person to tag me in when they needed me rather than me providing feedback and saying, oh, you should do this or you should try this because that really was not my role. So in hindsight, although I meant well, I don't think it was beneficial. So I learned that lesson. So I will share that with the listeners and the viewers, you know, check in with your partner and ask them what kind of support they need before you start offering your two cents. So I will say that. I think um, for me, it's always been like, as a guy and you're dating a woman and it's always like, well, we're a package. Oh. So you're like almost grandfathered into the situation. Like, if you so want do me, they introduce you to the children right eventually away? Eventually you do. Okay, but, but, so, but, like, so like, so on, on a, in the honeymoon stage, it's of course, or, I just don't let anybody meet my kids, that kind of shit. You I know love how I mean? you yeah. changed your voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, offended. I I'm offended that he thinks women sound that way, but he did his best. He did, right. he did his best. I don't want anybody to just meet my kids or whatever, whatever. And so... But just know that I do have kids. Okay. Yes. Right? So, with that being said, without them even saying it, I already know, well, if I deal with her, then they come with her. Exactly. Okay. Are you opposed to dealing with women with children? No, not at all. Not okay. at all. But I am opposed to you you putting them off on me because they're not my kids. What does putting them off on you mean? So, if, if we're dating, we're dating. We're having fun. Right. We're getting to know one another. We're jumping down on one another. Yes. <laughs> on a regular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not my job to, like, oh, they got suspended from school. Go pick them up. Oh, no. Relax. <laughs> no. Put the brakes on that, bro. Relax. No, how, I'm not how, picking nobody. How soon in, though? We jumping. We just partying. We just... We ain't even really getting oh, it. Has it hasn't been defined yet. It hasn't yeah. been. They give me the pet number to the EBT code. Oh, wow. No, wow. That's very wow. early. That's, that's very that's, early. That's, um, that's, that's irresponsible. I, that's super trusting. You know what it was, though? That's then super. Now, that's no, no, super no, let me say this. You know, not, not only that. <laughs> no, that not only that. That person knew your backstory as a parent. And maybe they think because sometimes, because sometimes child. that's what happens. They probably took it as I'm a good guy. Exactly okay. that too. Because okay. sometimes, sometimes that can happen if they know a little bit of your backstory. They actually see you have the potential to be plus you currently. So it's like they need a father. Yeah. Right. It's almost like when you see the comedy movies and the kids walking, are you my new daddy? Right. It's like one of those. So, But is it really a package deal, right? Can you have a relationship? So I know we're talking about... It's a potential about, package deal. Right? Potential because you don't know if it's going to work. Can you have a relationship? And I know we're talking about co-parenting, but this is just top of mind because of what Lou said. Can you have a relationship with someone who has children and not really, truly be actively involved with their kids if you care about that person? You can, right? And I, this, here's why I say you can. is because if the mom doesn't allow you to have a relationship with the kid, then you won't have one. But that's, but, but that's part of her, right? right. And so, because, we're talk, said, so we're not but, talking about when we're still jumping down. No, we're no, no, no. I'm talking about in a full-fledged relationship. Because the mom may feel like, well, I don't need you to be 
a dad because they have a dad. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But so they could such- have a dad and he could be actively involved. But if you're living in the home, you would have to, ha- or even coming to the home frequently, you'd have to have some engagement with a little Fuquan. Yeah. Little nigga. <laughs> little man. Yeah, little nigga. Where, your, where your mom's, little man? Take your ass okay. to bed, nigga. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess it depends on you know what boundaries mom or dad establishes for their significant other, or as well as for their child. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. I've heard people, I've heard women say that they think that their kids keep score. What does that? I've never like, heard like, that so, before. So, like, as a, as a mom, right? Okay, sure. And you yeah. have sons. Right, have sons. yeah, I do. So, they're like, all right, mom just bought billions. Yeah, bought I believe that, too. Yeah, they do. Like, I think they do. They you do. Think so? I think they do, yeah. Mom, well, I'm glad my tally is at one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Plus three. I've heard people <laughs> say that. I heard people say that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard people say that, though. Don't make me switch. Jam, trying to check in in my background. <laughs> Listen, I kept my background. I, you know, I pride myself in that. I didn't, I didn't do a lot of that in front squeaky of the kids. Clean. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say squeaky, but it's clean. Ain't got nothing to be ashamed of. But let me ask you this question, right? As a cope, as in a relationship, and you have a child's mother or baby daddy or whatever, and something, they need something financially. Who? The baby daddy or the baby mother. And you're in a, in a relationship or a marriage. Is it okay to financially help them out. Does it help the child? We don't know. Give me this scenario. Build the scenario out for me. All right, me. so... The baby mama, her car breaks down. Oh, okay, yeah. And she's like, yo, I just lost my job. You know what I'm saying? I need my car to get around. Ba-ba-ba. Can you give me a cup? Could you fix my car? If the if my partner could fix the car, I would have no issue. I think I would have more of an issue with him um, helping buy a new car. Let me think that through. I don't want to be too rigid. I guess if they could come to some sort of agreement where maybe he can contribute a small portion as long as it didn't impact our household with the understanding... I'm doing this because you need to get my baby somewhere. I'm not doing this to supply you with a car. I say if he gave her a thousand and she needed five thousand, you need to net the and work the rest of that out. Like I wouldn't put that on him. I'm gonna be honest with you. My situation, I probably would work a way where I have to stand in and take my child to school. I don't know if I could say I could take money out of my household to help fix a car. I mean, I'm just being honest. But that's that's your I think experience. that I think that in my situation, I would have to make my availability different, and I would say, okay, I could foot the bill helping her get to back and forth to school until you can get proper transportation. But I can't honestly say I could fix the car because the car is not just being used for my daughter, even though it's for child. And you gotta look at the child. No, no, I'm being honest. I'm a, I could because it's two parents, so that's what you should be there for. Because if the car is not working. Dad could step in and take the child to school. But, but and, it's and more to than that, though. But, and I'm, and I'm tell because you, it's I'm, just for school. I'm going to tell, tell, tell you why I think it's... So the scenario is her car went down. She just lost her job. Mm-hmm. Right? So if she's not making any money, then the kid is not just 
not getting to school, but shit, how they gonna eat? Well, then the child can come live with the other parent. Yeah, because that's what my child came me, to stay with me. Me, I'm fixing the car. Okay, no, no, that's valid. But I need that's to valid. have a conversation with my other half. How first. do you introduce that with your partner, though? Easy. Babe, check this shit. No, the aunt. This is how you gonna say it. Yeah, yeah babe, babe, check this shit. Check the shit. Check the check the fly. Check the fly, babe. Check the fly, right? You know, ah, uh, ah, uh, car broke down. She ain't got no motherfucking car. My kid ain't can't get to school. She ain't. She lost her motherfucking job. She need a couple dollars to get the car fixed. And we have extra money in our account, our joint account. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to get the motherfucking car fixed. Fix. I got what's the Take it to Lonnie. Take price. it down to Lonnie. I'm going to get the car fixed, and I'm going to be done with that situation. That's a no for me. That's a no for me. I'm going to need more than that. What more do you need? I need to know, is this a loan? Or are you doing it? Is this a one-time thing? That's where I keep if, going if back. Car, I car, feel like boundaries have to be car, established. The car is broke down, so I'm going to fix the car. So that, today is the car, right? Mm-hmm. So you fix the car. That don't solve the problem. That's just a temporary it does. solution, you, she right? right? And, and because she still, well, she still don't I'm have I'm going to give you a scenario. So she needs the car to get No, but the, here's but the thing. No, I'm going to give you... the car don't help her get a I'm job. I'm going to give you guys a scenario. No, but here's the here's the thing. But, but here's the thing. So you fix the car. So she got wheels now. She mobile. She still don't have a job. So now the first of the month rolls round, and she need a roommate. Here's the thing. She coming back? No. What happens is, and no. I get look, look, look here, check it. Back. No, check it. Listen, <laughs> she can, she, she can, she has the right to come back. She do the, not. Listen, listen. She can ask. Doesn't mean that she it would be. And I'm a, but that's when you gotta establish the boundaries up front. Like point, this is a one and done. At that point, like listen, man, you do you working you working right now? Cause check the shit. I, I, you working work the Jimmy I, on me? Right, you work. I already I already fixed the fucking car. And if you ain't got nowhere to live, that ain't, that ain't on me. Send the, send the child over here. Send the child over here. Now, but that's, that's what why, But that's what I would do in the jump. And I'm going to tell you, because I have one example in my life that, that a situation like that could go awry. Friend of mine had the same situation. Similar situation. The, 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 the child's mother, he got multiple kids. Child's mother called, listen, car broke down and I'm not working. They cut the lights. What he did was he said, all right, you know what? I do, I just, I got a second car. I do have a secondary car. So you know what? I'll give you my secondary car. I was going to sell it. I'll give it to you. Okay. So you good. You Now you got a car. You good. So now, car working. Lights get off. Now they have no power. Now there's another time to pop. So they come right back again. My electricity off. You know, I'm not working. Oh, blah, blah. Wow. But here's the thing. How keep things going. You know what? My kids stay there. I get the lights cut on. Now. The, the moral to know, no, but you're right. I agree I with you. Because look, the moral, the moral of the story was, but the, the moral of the story box. of that though, though, she had a boyfriend that came and stayed with her from time to time. Oh no. So oh, my no. thing oh, is, no. is, you guys are both right, but I'm right too. That's why I said what oh, I would do. Right? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that. That's why wherever I could put my input in to take the slack off, because however you service your house, though my daughter stay there, if I could take the pressure off and bring her over here, you got to fix your situation. But I can't take care of two households. I think that's fair. I cannot do that. I think it's, I think it's incumbent upon the parents to really, not that you need the parents' approval, 
But when you decide that you're going to be in a relationship, in a series, y'all ain't just jumping down. Y'all done made this official. Y'all got sh- Instagram pictures and all that good stuff up. So I think pictures make it official. I think that's what makes it official <laughs> in this day and age. When you put change your status to I'm in a relationship, you put the hearts, oh, you're locked in, right? But that's where I think you have to have open communication. And I'm, I'm really set on having boundaries, right? Make it clear what you will or what you will not do. And then you also, based on my experience, right, I think you have to communicate with your new partner and say, this is how I want you to support me. Or I don't need your support. You know, just be here to rub my head at night. But I'm going to, to lose point, I'm going to steer the ship. Mm-hmm. But again, you got to establish boundaries. When that shit go awry, don't bring that shit here. Right, because you don't want me actively involved, so we have to have boundaries here. I think it's a real tricky, slippery slope, and I think it, it constantly changes because as the kids get older, that dynamic gets more complex. Right now, what happens during holidays? You and your new spouse or significant other are going on vacation. You want to take your child because your new spouse, your new partner, significant other, has kids. You want to take your kid mm-hmm. and your ex says no. How do you handle that? Hmm. You tapped out? What you, what you say? Be, be honest. Be transparent. What do you say? Uh, it's too many curse words. For okay. I ain't going to FCC going to shut us down. Too many curse now, words. But, but these right. are the type of things that happen, right? Yeah. Like, oh, they tell you no. What the? How you know? The reflection went out. Oh, the reflection went But I think, I think you have to still continue to communicate with them like if they shut you down and tell you you can't take your child what i mean what do you say then like how do you continue that conversation does that shut down everything like who are you to tell me that i can't take my child do you get litigious do you get litigious like do you feel like if they start telling you no about everything, is your only course of action to go to court, or is that really not how you would pursue it? I would, I would definitely go to court at that point because now I'm, I'm, I'm because I'm not gonna put my hands on them. Okay, that's you know never the way. That's never the so, way. So the best way to deal with that situation is clearly take it to court. Clearly, because I, there's no other way around that. I, I just feel like. It's hard, right? I think that you're going to have some misses. That's what I tell myself. I feel like you have to have some misses. It's never going to be perfect, right? I think a lot of people do a really good job with uh, co-parenting because a lot of times people are happy in their situations, right? And I think when they become unhappy in their situations, their views change. That's That's just my opinion. I feel like when you have your lady and you're happy and I have my person and I'm happy... Everything's hunky-dory. You're not thinking about me. You're doing your thing. But I think when your relationship status changes, sometimes that changes the way we co-parent. And I think that's where it becomes less about the kids and more about us as individuals. Mm. And I know a lot of females have heard the term 
um, from their previous relationship, the, the father of their children. Oh, I don't want no nigga around my kids. I, you know, and I'm not using that term loosely. I'm just using that to emphasize how it's said. Well, oh, I don't want no nigga around my kids. I don't want no nigga around my kids. Okay, so they come to live with you. Like, how does that work? Like, how do you navigate when you're getting that hostility? How can you still try to maintain an effective communication channel with them when the person's just being a jackass? I just think you have to pull back at that point, put the brakes on it and say, hey, listen, until you able to do this, we ain't going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And listen, you're going to have to pick your little Rasul up outside. You're not going to be able to come in and, you know, you know, this is how we're going to do it. I, I hate to see when it gets litigious, but unfortunately, sometimes that's the best way to keep them boundaries. Agree. I agree. Agree. Yeah. Because they, they think it gets so ugly and then. A lot, oh, it definitely a lot of times, a lot of times, I feel like some of those 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 moves are made off of of, of being vindictive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, being vindictive and stuff like that. It's never and, about and, the and, child. And I think, and I think too, also too, I think you sh- the communication with your current spouse, you definitely have to have that when you're dealing with a a, a child's mother or a child's father. You have to have open communication. And because or in a level of trust, because if you're doing these things financially for your kid's mother, then what 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 do you think your your other half is thinking? Will yeah. you still want to be with this person? You mm-hmm. still want to entertain them or whatever the case? I want to ask this question because I've seen this floating around in different circles. Like um, the the dad will come over the ex's house and spend the night, like on birthdays and holidays. Would you do that, and do you think that's the right way to do? Just not in opinion. a relationship, no. Okay, but I don't either. Not in a relationship. I think I, I, I was. Don't think so. um, I was. I was offered to spend a night. Um, no, when jump I jump down, jump down. But but I wasn't in a situation when I was offered to spend a okay. night. You know I think it's a no, right? I think that you can still do a joint holiday and your separate holidays yeah. without the person spending the night. But I, that, for me I don't personally, think I wouldn't want to spend a night. I don't think you need to spend the night. I think you can still show a united yeah, force during respectable business hours. Um, that doesn't need to go into the wee hours of the night. Mm-hmm. If dad wants to be there early in the morning when the kids open up presents, y'all establish yeah. a time for dad to be here at 8 o'clock, 7.30, and it. he doesn't need to spend the night. Y'all can still take the family pictures in the pajamas and all of that. Good stuff. I just don't think I don't you think need to spend the night. I don't think whether in a relationship or not, I'm not staying the night. I think it sends a I think it sends a false hope to the child. I agree. So, oh, that's a so good point. I just didn't, I wouldn't want my child to think look at it like, well, how come daddy can't stay here all, all the, the time? time. So so I would say no. It's a hardcore mm-hmm. no for me. Yeah. Well, listen, people. We've told you a lot about our experiences. Some good, some okay, some more, horrible. Some more horrible than okay. <laughs> more horrible. Flames bursting <laughs> over here with Fade me. shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Drive-bys rolling out. But listen, I think there are many ways to skin a cat. I think we think that you need to understand your relationship. Absolutely. I think you've heard it from all of us. Communication is key. Mm-hmm. Being honest, being transparent. And again, my personal favorite, establishing boundaries. 
establishing boundaries. Let them yeah. know what you're willing to do up front so that way you don't have no same. drama on the back end. This is what I'm willing to do. And that's agnostic of whether or not you have a significant other. But it definitely helps when you have a significant other. You've heard our thoughts. What you might you agree. You, you might, might not. not agree. And, and keep in mind, not a judgment room. We don't, we don't judge. But you can always send your comments into. Go on vocal at gmail.com. G-O-I-N-V-O-C-A-L at gmail.com. And if you send us in your comments, send us in your feedback. We're sending you some drip. There you go. We will send it out to you. We appreciate your feedback. We need you to subscribe. We need you to share. Send in your comments. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, send it to Lou, Lou Bim's personal email. We're going to give you his email address, his home address, his social security number, and his work office address. Send it to any of those. He'll collect it. He'll bring it back to the team. He's in charge of all the communications. Um, so let us know how you feel, what you, what you want to hear about from us. We're happy to share that, but this is the part of the show. Somebody well, gotta get, get excited. Somebody together. needs to get their shit together. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Yes. And people need to get their shit together. And we can't take it anymore. We're gonna tell you about yourself. You need to get your shit together. I'm yes. going first. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm over this shit with Ukraine and Russia. I'm just gonna uh, put yeah. it out there. Yeah. I'm over it. They blowing it up. They blowing it up now. Literally. They, yeah. yeah, they are. Listen, war is never good. War is never good. But the reality is it happens. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. There are all kind of wars that happen. Some are not always physical. Some are financial. Some are mental, environmental. War happens, right? Unfortunately, it's how people resolve conflict or initiate conflict. Exactly. Right? But what I don't want to keep hearing is like, this is something different. What about the Iran war that went on for all of them years? Like, I don't understand why we're putting such a magnoscope under this war and not saying I don't care because there are innocent people being killed. But I just think with how we're so connected now, everything becomes this magnanimous situation. Mm -hmm. Like, Come on. And I'm telling you, I'm calling bullshit on that oil shit. I know we get 10% of our oil from there, Mm -hmm. but Luke Oil got three stations in the fucking state, probably. Like, why is that raising all the gas prices? I think it's definitely price gouging going on. So my big shit that's going out is for all you gas stations that are trying to make profit off of this scenario with the Ukraine and Russia war. Y'all need to get y'all shit together because we have laws in this state about price gouging. So don't forget, if you see people price gouging, report it to the Better Business Bureau. They cannot do that. It is illegal. So y'all need to get y'all shit together. Cut this war. Get them people back their property. Let's get back to the business at hand and get y'all shit together. Get Furthermore, shit together. they had beat way back in 2014. Yeah. This shit ain't That's new. A, yeah, this not, is not, not new. It's all. not new. Everybody's up in arms. This shit ain't new. They've been treating these people bad for years. All right, anyway, listen. Let's let go, me, I'm going to piggyback off what Shaw just said. My get your shit together is going out to Quick Check Gas Station. Uh, <laughs> Quick check gas station. I don't know who hires these people. (laughs) So listen, I I leave out. I must leave out my house like five in the morning. Um, 
Go get gas. Now, usually, typically, it's nobody at the gas station, but they got this one guy. He's a new guy. He's a heavy set guy. Oh, um, he's us. He's one of us. Um, so, and I notice he moves, and I'm going I'm to use this term, rapidly slow. Oh shit! Mm. New term, new term. Rapidly alert. slow. New term alert. He reminds me of the turtle on on Bugs Bunny. This guy, it must have took him. I pulls up to the tank. I'm like, all right, I'm the only one here. I'm good. My man gets out, look, looks around. He starts walking to me. This guy moving hella slow. So he comes. All right, how much you want? Tell him how much gas I'm getting. Boom, boom, boom. He goes back, but before he's another car pulls up. So now he feels like, okay, give me one minute. He goes over to the car. He don't even put gas in my car at this point. So now he's going over there to talk to them because somebody he know. Now he like, I'll be with you in a second. Are you serious? He's having a personal conversation. Yeah. So then he comes back and try to then starts giving me gas. He goes back to them. I guess they got less gas than me. He's still talking to them. So now my tank, mine's finished now. So now he like, all right, give me one second. Your twenty dollars is done. Yeah. So now he he's still dealing with them. That. Yeah, he's still dealing with them. I gotta deal I'm with high, I gotta deal with high ass gas prices and this guy that works <laughs> overnight for quick check. Yo, y'all need to do a better hiring process because he probably was late for the interview because he walked <laughs> hella slow. Get your shit together, quick check. Get your shit together. Come on, Lou. What you got? My get your shit together. <clears throat> I have to give it to myself. No, not again. What you do? Not again. Time? It's the first time. No, you gave it to yourself. That was Mill. I, I thought you gave yourself to you. Uh, no, he oh. gave it to himself before. He don't remember. But go ahead. Okay, but go ahead. You did. Oh, give, uh, yeah, you did. This is your second one. No. He did new shit. Yeah, new shit. So I had to get my shit together. Um, Friday, I bought this $80 lotion. I need to get my shit together because the lotion <laughs> does not cost 80 fucking dollars. But... This some good shit. <laughs> he got that baby skin now, guys. This is some good shit. But, but they whopped me in my motherfucking head. Because just four weeks ago, I bought another bottle. That shit was $60. Damn, how much looks in this guy use? He's an ashy motherfucker. That was your get your shit together because you went Yo. to the mall. You went back up to the mall. No, not four weeks ago. Two months, two months ago. Okay, so two months. Okay, so it's like $30 a month. No. Give Which or is take. still a lot in lotion. A lot in lotion. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I'm using it to lubricate my skin. <laughs> <laughs> it is not being used for any other purposes. Again, this is an not adult Handora. show. Not Handora. He's not screwing Handora. <laughs> this is an adult show. Okay, Lou, so you got to get your shit together. Get your shit together. He's going to do better, people. He's going to do paper. So no, do we need sponsors so I can keep buying this shit because this shit is good. <laughs> so sponsors, if you want to have your product or your business sponsored on the Going Vocal Podcast. Again, you can email us for business inquiries here. If you would like us to come and do the podcast live at your business, please, again, send your inquiries to the Going Vocal email. We're happy to talk to you. We have some exciting things coming up. So continue to, don't forget to share, subscribe, and like on all your streaming platforms. We're looking forward to continuing the work that we're doing and keeping the dialogue going. And with that said, peeps, we out, people. Peace. Peace. Tune in to the Pod Squad.